Yesenia, it's Sunday at the time of this recording. It's cold. It is cold. A little chilly. It's the Lord's Day. In June, no less. It's crazy. On the Lord's Day. Hallelujah. And um, speaking of the Lord, today's episode, um, just want to ask in advance for the Lord to forgive us for our... (laughs) For our indiscretions. Yeah, we might be needing the Lord by the end of this. Yes. Um, This episode is definitely a long-awaited episode. Um, Fun fact, we actually had recorded this episode at a different time. Um, But because I'm a little chicken shit and I am in the field of mental health and social work, I was like, ooh, actually, I need to think more about this and figure out what I'm okay with disclosing and what I'm not okay with disclosing. So here we are, take two. Um, Still going to be just as spicy, still just going to be as honest and truthful. Um, Maybe I'm going to hold back a little bit, but um, that's for my own safety and for the safety of people I work with in the future. But speaking of spicy, DeAndre, you want to tell the good people what we're talking about? Because this episode's kind of like the reason why we started this podcast. Hell yeah. It's been, a, like she said, it's been a long time coming. I've been waiting to uh, re- redo this <laughs> no episode. <laughs> but um, I've been waiting to redo this episode for a while. And now we've finally got the courage and the gumption to get this shit going, ladies and gentlemen. The reason this podcast has even started today's topic is all about sex, sex, mm-hmm. sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. You are now tuned in to the Soft-Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, we stated in our intro. Today we're going to just be talking about uh, DeAndre's and I's uh, sexual journeys and explorations and just, you know, the overall topic about like our own experiences, but just like the general topic and, you know, um, as it relates to other episodes we've talked about. I know we've talked about, for example, like, you know, porn versus like reality. Um, In future episodes, we'll talk more about just like different types of like sexual encounters, whether it be with our like friends joining in on our podcast or um as it relates to just different topics um dean how do you want to kick this off because like, literally we can start anywhere <laughs> i mean well what'd you do last night no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> last night i slept <laughs> um well i mean figure might as well take it from the top actually you know forget forget about where the the sex journey started um uh, I guess we could probably start with, uh, since we're both uh, adults nearing our 30s, as painful as that is to say out loud, uh, and we've both had uh, meaningful and less than meaningful relationships, uh, hookups, uh, maybe a few one night stands, maybe a few hit and runs here and there, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, running the gamut of stuff. How how important is sex for you in a relationship? uh hookup situation well maybe not hookup i mean that's just a hookup but like in a relationship i guess let's go relationship how will how important is sex to you with uh for a partner that you actually um, want to spend time with yeah definitely um i think for me sex used to be not important like i it wasn't until like my 
20s where I really started enjoying um, sex and like the active sex, but not just like, like just straight up intercourse, like intimacy that involves like physical touch, like being vulnerable with like bodies and things like that. Because before it was literally just like, I'm having sex just to have sex. So it was very like trash (laughs) to say the least. Um, But for me nowadays, like I think it's really important Um, And not to say that, like, that's all I care about, but it's definitely in, like, my top three things that I care about. And the reason why I say that is because, for me, when it comes to sex, it's a lot of vulnerability. It's a lot of intimacy. And I think, as a person, I just don't share myself that way with literally just anybody. Um, And it sometimes it's hard for me to connect with people on an intimate level because I'm so guarded as a person. So when it comes to sex, like... I, I want to be able to feel comfortable. I want to be able to feel safe. That's very important. I do have sexual trauma. So when it comes to the act of just like literally just sleeping with the person, I don't mean sex. Like I just mean like body to body, we're in bed going to sleep. Like that's probably the most vulnerable place you can be with a person. Absolutely. And for me, if I'm comfortable around you to sleep with you, then like, I'm comfortable enough to sleep with you, if you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, for me, it's really important. Um, what about you? Uh, I would say same. Sex is very important to me in a relationship. Uh, I, uh, as someone, if, if for many of you that have heard, uh, you know, I am someone who enjoys sex quite a bit, uh, even to the point where I like to get sex out of the way <laughs> very early on. Not to say that I'm a you know, fuck on the first date type of person, but, uh, but even if you were, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. But I, I am someone who very recently have only really gotten or dipped my feet into the, uh, the dating realm. So, uh, for a long time, for a long couple years, I was, you know, very much the hookup king, uh, of my group, I guess of the group, uh, every other week it'd be like, Oh man, I was with this one girl last night and then oh man, I got this one girl tonight, all this all this other bullshit. Uh and so for me sex uh I look at sex as with with it's like a hookup, I just look at it as, you know, some some just something fun to do, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I like to explore uh people's bodies. Uh it's that curiosity, you know what I mean? You know, meeting a girl off of Tinder or Bumble or what have you. Regardless if it's a person I know, or I get to plan, I plan on getting to know, uh, I, I take sex, uh, pretty seriously, not in the, not in the sense that like, (laughs) like I'm like a master at it or whatever, but I want to make sure that both of us, uh, are having a good time more. So my partner, um, I'm not in the sex game to get myself off. I, I like to see the enjoyment of my partner. You know what I mean? I like to see them having fun. I want to make sure that they're getting their needs met, whatever the case may be. You know, if mm-hmm. if if a bitch wants to get choked, I'll I'll choke a bitch out till she turns blue. If she wants Please to, don't. <laughs> if she wants to, if she wants to get hit in the face, we can go twelve rounds like Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever, whatever needs need to be met in the bedroom or on the couch or in the kitchen table. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. You, you know, you can get your you get your feeling. Uh, yeah. where, wherever your needs need to be met, I am here to facilitate. I have, I don't have too many boundaries in the bedroom. I'm up for almost anything, uh, you know, with consent, of course, 
you know nothing with consent almost anything is off limits yes interesting what would you say is off limits uh well first off the bad is like pee and poop just (laughs) any any sort of like bodily fluids of that nature (laughs) you know what i mean just just uh no i'm 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 good off that uh i'm not i'm not sure about pegging yet um yet there's hope y'all you heard it here first there's hope (laughs) i mean uh yeah me and my girlfriend have talked about it uh she said that she would want to. She said she, it's more. Of, it's more of like a fantasy for her, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, and you know, we kind of had a discussion about this um, when we did like our hangout sesh the other night a few weeks ago. I feel like I know a lot of women who that's their fantasy. I know it's my fantasy. Yeah, like it's crazy. That's something I would like to experience. Uh, I was very surprised to hear our others who, um, like you said, your your girlfriend and then our other friend. We all had the same thought um i know a lot of my friends also have that uh want in mind um but you know i think it also comes with just like this idea that men are stupid and think oh if i get pegged i'm gay it's like no that's that's not the way that works but that's like toxic masculinity yeah i don't think me personally i don't think you know that makes one gay i mean like, so what you like a little like a little dingle up your butt you know what i mean like who cares yeah that reminds me there was this movie that i watched it's like a movie i watch a lot of spanish movies like spain spanish movies and they'd be kind of wilding out there with their movies um but the movie starts with this guy and this girl having sex and i'm over here thinking like this girl's on top and like writing him but she's like pegging him and i'm like oh that's what's happening (laughs) and then like it carries on to um like i guess she like mentioned like a sly comment to her friend about it not necessarily saying that they they you know she pegged him but like like they he enjoyed things and like explored areas of his body i'm sure he's never explored before type of comment yep yep and then it like spread a rumor that like you know that they did it and he was like super embarrassed and like the movie's about like them fighting and then like he breaks up with her and like just can't handle the embarrassment but like he breaks up with her and she's like she's finding out she's pregnant and so like the whole movie's basically like about like how she can get him back to like raise you know to create this family but he's just so embarrassed that like everyone found out he got pegged and so like she realizes she has to come uh, to come to an understanding about being a single mom um yeah, it was, it's a wild movie, but I was like, what in the world is happening? And I was like, oh, she's hella writing him. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's not what's happening. <laughs> now, staying on the topic of, or staying in that same realm, are you more kinky or are you more like vanilla? Or are you more like in between? Um, I would definitely say I'm not vanilla. <laughs> um. I can be, I guess. Like, obviously, we work, we have lives. So at the end of the day, like, if I'm with a partner and, like, I still want, like, sexual needs met, um, it might be a little bit more on the boring side after a long day, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm definitely not vanilla. Um, and I think something that I've learned with, like, my more recent partners is how much I actually enjoy communication in the bedroom. Um 
and I think, like I said, for me, I have sexual trauma. So before, when I was having like terrible sex, I would never communicate like my needs or my wants or limits. And so um, I think it just made me not enjoy sex at all. But now I very much like communication. I like, I, and that's like another part of like the kinkiness, right? It's just like the the verbal communication, whether it's like talking dirty, it's like praising or degrading to a certain extent. Um, and so like, for me, it's just, I think it's because I also, for me to get intimate with the person, it's based on conversation. Like I can't just see somebody who's hot and be like, oh yeah, let's have sex. I'm not going to get off. I'm not going to be even turned on, but with conversation and like talking and getting to know a person that for me is what like gets me started. And that's because again, it requires a level of vulnerability and a level of like more intimacy so the general consensus is i like vulnerability and intimacy and it's really hard to find that with like specific men so yeah what about you no i feel you uh i'm yeah definitely not vanilla i would say uh i like i like things to be a little a little spicy uh in the in the good old bedroom you know, a little, little hair pull here and there, a little, you know, nipple flick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little, little booty slapping. Uh, I like, I like, yeah, I like to, I like, I like to get down. You know, I, I like to get down. I don't, I don't like the whole, just, just sticking in and go. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, I, I, you know, a little action, a little movement. You know what I mean? Let me know you're, you're enjoying this. You know, like I. Like I was saying earlier, I think part of the fun is getting to explore your partner's bodies and exploring their wants and their needs. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I know for me, when I was hooking up with people, I would always, you know, I would always try to do the same stuff to, to you know, the same girls, you know, like this worked on the last one. Maybe if I do it to her again, you know, maybe they like it. Oh, but they didn't like it. So, okay, let's find, let's find something new, you know, without explicitly asking uh like, hey, what do you like? Or what do you, you know, where do you want my hands to go? What do you want? Do you like this to be sucked? Do you like this to be licked? Without explicitly asking that stuff. Um, yeah. I think it's it's very key to listen to your partner or to listen and watch your partner's like facial expressions, their their moans, their uh, their body language, their movement, all that kind of stuff. Then, then uh, I know if it's like a one time or like maybe like you're just hooking up with them regularly, like I know you don't really have a ton of time to, you know, be reading the room, so to speak. It's like almost like doing homework while you're having yeah. sex with someone. But uh I don't know. For me, that's like the fun of it. I know it sounds like a lot of work I'm putting in for like, for like a, a, a like a 30 minute session or whatever. But like, even still, I like, I like to just explore and, and uh ex- explore and get to know someone's body a little bit mm-hmm. better well even if it's for a short time i like to be like yeah this i i want to make them feel special yeah exactly and then like i said if i need to go 12 rounds we'll go 12 rounds <laughs> i won't give you a black eye but like you know we could tussle a little bit <laughs> <laughs> we could tussle yeah yeah, I think it's funny because um since we're on the subject of like going rounds, um 
I think it's interesting that people really enjoy going rounds like that. No, I hate it. Uh, it's the absolute worst thing ever. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think, okay, maybe not rounds, but like, I guess going for like a really long time. Um, we see it in movies. We see it in like social media and, you know, like you you gotta give it to her all night type shit. And I'm like, no, I, <laughs> I want to be in bed after 30 minutes. Like I want yeah. a nap. I need to recollect my thoughts. I need to, you know, we're talking about the Lord's Day. I need to forget, ask for forgiveness <laughs> for the things that I did. Like, I don't, I think for me, that idea of like having sex for hours just seems nauseating and just like, no, I'm, I, for me personally, and maybe because I've just never experienced a partner that can keep me turned on for that long. Um, but I think for me and my bodily fluid intake and output, I guess I should say, not intake output. Um, I just, I need a nap. I need to hydrate. Um, and I think for me, what I, what I really enjoy is this idea of like starting over. So like going around, taking a break, you know, watching like an episode of or something or whatever it might be. And then like, an hour later, like starting all over again. Um, Cause it just feels like in- enticing and exciting to, to start from ground zero and like work your way back up. Right. Yeah. Well, hmm. <laughs> I know um, mean. Yeah. But I, I know people who like have sex with their partners like all night and I'm like, bitch, like, no, that just sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. I remember. And on- I, I might be the only one who knows, but yeah. I remember on two separate occasions where uh, the first one, this is like years ago. I was maybe like 20, 20- two twenty three I think uh I was messing around with this girl, and I'd like we like just met I mean like probably like just met I remember the first night we met we met off Tinder and mm-hmm. we were hooking up that night. It was crazy that was the first time I've ever experienced that, and then we were you know hooking up uh pretty often regularly uh for like a month or so after the fact um and I remember one specific night, oh man, we went. I mean, like, legitimately all night until the sun came up. We started at, like, 11 and didn't end until, like, until I saw the crack of dawn. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, and it was, uh, and it wasn't, like, multiple rounds. It was all just, just that same, you know, that same mm-hmm. session. And I'm like, how did I, looking back, I'm, like, thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, how the fuck did I manage to do that? That was, that was in, in fucking sane. It was absolutely crazy. And then on another occasion, this was more recently, uh, two years ago with my uh, last ex, uh, kind of the same thing, except it wasn't at night. It was like during the day. We started at like 12 noon, Mm -hmm. ended up going till like four in the afternoon, took a lunch break, and then came right back (laughs) and then just went another like two hours after that. Mm -hmm. Now, I do I have that same sexual stamina now? I probably do, but do I have the body stamina for that for that many hours now? <laughs> probably not. I don't think I do. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't want to go that long anymore. It's I get I get tired. <laughs> you know, after a while I'm the, tired. <laughs> yeah, the body I'm just like the body just like shuts down. I'm like, dude, I can't pump anymore. I can't give you anymore. What more do you want from me? I can't do this anymore. We gotta we gotta end this shit soon. Otherwise we're both gonna be in for disappointment unfortunately so you're a wrestler you wrestle Mm -hmm. for those that don't know um deandre is a wrestler 
um, a famous wrestler known as Cliff Hendricks. Um, yellow boots. So, yellow boots, do you be usal- utilizing those wrestling moves when you knock boots? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been known to, to toss some people around. <laughs> yeah, Dude, every now, every yes. now, and, every now and again, I hook the leg for a three count. If you know what I mean. Hell yeah! <laughs> Choke slam. <laughs> I mean, there is choking. Yes, that's hilarious. I, <laughs> I, I wanted to ask that as we were talking about this episode. I was like, you know, that's a good question to ask. So, <laughs> thank you for answering. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. When it comes to endurance and movement in the bedroom, I think something I wish was like I was more flexible. And it's funny because every year on New Year's Eve, I make a New Year's resolution that by the end of the year, I'm going to learn how to do the splits. I've been doing that for like five years now, just like wanting to learn how to do the splits. And uh, so far, nothing has happened. But I've been trying to stretch more. Um, just because my body's been more achy as I get older and, you know, being immunocompromised, um, my bones and my joints just naturally hurt. Mm. It's getting to a, the point where I can't even, like, open a water bottle because I just don't have grip like that anymore. So, with stretching and stuff like that, sometimes I feel better. But then, you know, sometimes I have sex and then I end up, like, really sore after. But not sore in a way... Um that like feels good sometimes it just doesn't feel good at all like not the sex in general but like just this act of i my body's just not the same anymore and sometimes that makes me feel really freaking sad like no like i like i'm gonna you know not enjoy sex as i get older and i think it definitely puts like a damper on the way that I experience sex. I try not to get too much in my head about it. That's really what it is. Um, but sometimes, like, yeah, like, it's, it's a harsh reality to realize, like, as you get older, you know, we want to make sure we're in shape, we're eating well, so we can live a long, healthy life. But then you got people like me who have, like, immunocompromidity or whatever, and the ways in which, like, your body gets impacted just by, like, life. <laughs> and then the aspects of life that you're starting to, like, not experience to the 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 full extent of <clears throat> have you ever uh speaking of like being sore have you ever like been sore after a session i don't mean like you know like muscle aches or whatever like your abs or whatever i mean like have you ever felt like sore or i guess like i don't i don't so did, did the pipe ever get laid down so good that i was like sore the next day yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> or or you ever like walk funny afterwards <laughs> i don't know it's like, how does that have to happen like how hard do you have to be going to just be like uh what uh noodle legged after the fact yeah it's it's an interesting feeling it's Sorry, like images and like memories started popping up into my mind. Um, it's for sure an interesting feeling, and it's kind of like um, it's kind of like nostalgic, actually, in some way. Um, but I think there's been times where like I can't really walk afterwards. Like I just I feel so like free and relaxed, and uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like 
it was just it was just a good time Is that my body for you yeah that my body literally cannot function um and like i lose functionality and <laughs> it's funny because um one time i was talking to girlfriends about it right like this idea of like okay so people talk about like the leg shaking uh-huh. um and like that's how you know if she's enjoying it yeah it actually just happens when your legs are like bent in certain angles um the this idea of leg shaking is actually used in like trauma therapy um because you're you, you store a lot of trauma in your hips and so i made the joke i was like damn these these people out here really be thinking that they're they're hitting the good spots when our legs start shaking but little do they know we're just releasing trauma <laughs> <laughs> um and so you know we talk about that and you know my they're my other like therapist social worker friends um but it it's just really funny because you know i've i've had experiences where you know i'm pure euphoric afterwards and then there's other times where i'm like all right well i gotta go about my business you know like not to say i didn't have fun but it gives me just energy to like get up and go um i don't know how is it for men like how is it for you um that the quote-unquote post-nut clarity uh i love a good post-nut clarity (laughs) um i've I've definitely been in that that same spot of like, damn, you know, that was that was amazing. That was one of the best feelings uh, of my life. And I need more of that. Uh, I will also to elaborate, uh, I kind of sticking in the same realm or same vein. Uh, the one with uh, where we went like four hours lunch break and they came back that that day. Uh, that's one of those days where uh, I did, we did end up going like multiple rounds and to your, to your point of like, you know, laying the pipe so hard, you know, everything is sore down there. That's the, that's, that's when I was like, legitimately my, 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 my dick didn't work anymore <laughs> by the end of it. Like, that's one of those ones where you're just like, I've nutted like six times. Uh, I've got nothing left in the gas tank. But here I am still giving it my all. Now, by the end of that one, I it wasn't the feeling of euphoria anymore. It was just the feeling of it was more relief that we're done <laughs> by the end of all this. And I I don't want to move. It was quite the opposite feeling of I've got a little bit of energy. Uh, I, I liked what we did and I want to do this again, but. In that instance, I was quite the opposite. I was down for the count, ready to just go to sleep for the next 12 hours. And I'm pretty sure I did that because Lord knows my old bones now cannot handle anything even close to that nowadays. And Lord knows I don't want to handle anything like that nowadays. Yeah. But no, I love it. I love a good a good post nut clarity. That's it's like such it's like it's like one of those feelings you just can't explain. You just know it when it happens. You just feel euphoric. Your mind is in a state of nirvana. Uh the world for like thirty seconds seems so much clearer. Your body feels good. You feel good. Your mind feels good. Uh everything everything just feels right. Yep. Now on the opposite spectrum of that, what's like your worst sexual encounter or sexual experience? So 
we were in community college. I don't think I had met y'all yet. I don't know if I met y'all yet or if we had just met. But um, I took a class with this guy that I that I went to high school with. And he was cute. We would hang out. We would study, whatever. And then one time, uh, he asked me to come over. And so I did. But, like, I had to sneak into his house because, like, everyone was sleeping. Which, okay, also let me premise this with he was a little younger than me. So we, I sneak into his house and we do the sideways tango or whatever. But it was really. Sideways tango. Yeah. Uh, But it was really awkward. And it was just really. uh, I don't know. Like we were so good with the flirting, but it did not translate it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just, yeah. No, what was awkward about it? Was he just like, did he not know what to do? Or uh, I know you say he was a little bit younger, so I don't know if he was like inexperienced. Um, Was he just nervous? Were you nervous? (sighs) To be quite honest, I don't know. Like, I don't think we were nervous. I think it was just like, I think it was just boring for me. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. Um, so, like, I can't even explain it. Because, I mean, it wasn't like it was bad. The, the deed was done. Um, I got to where I needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just more of, like, at the time, I, I wasn't... So, at that point in life, I hadn't had a one-night stand. I haven't did, done random hookups. Like, the people that I had slept with... Um, that I've consented to have sex with, I should say. It was in relationships. Like, they were my boyfriends. Right. Um, and girlfriend. And so, I think just because him and I weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, it was my first time just hooking up with somebody. I think there was a lot of just, like, self-reflection that was kind of being taken out. Um, and just kind of feeling like... Basically, like, I felt slut-shamed by myself, though. Like, I slut-shamed myself. Mm-hmm. And it was just very distracting. And, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I, I orgasmed. But it wasn't, like, a successful, fulfilling orgasm, if that makes sense. It was just more of, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm out here being a whore. Um, like, this guy and ever, all of his friends are going to think I'm a slut. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And being, like, 19, 20. No, I was younger than that. I was, like, 18. Um I think, you know, that very comes with high school culture. I'm freshly graduated high school and things. Um, and there's that idea of, like, you know, we we had, like, the high school sluts, right? Like, the girls in high school that were slutty and whorish. And I never wanted to be seen as one of those girls. And here I am doing this thing with someone who's not my boyfriend. And I, I just did it to myself. Um, so I wouldn't say it was, like, bad because he was bad. But it was just more bad because, like... It just wasn't it for me. But now that I'm saying that, there was this other time that I was hooking up with this guy. Okay, it was like a really stupid story. <laughs> I love I stupid was, stories. I was a guy's side chick, and I didn't know I was a side chick. Um, he had told me he broke up with his girlfriend. Um, but I remember when we had sex, I was so disappointed because he's like 6'3". And you know when they say, you know what? That, that phrase of like, oh, you know what they say about men with like big shoes? 
or whatever. Yeah. Or like big socks or whatever. Or like, oh, you know what they say about guys who are tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, um, no. The height did not match the width. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was fairly disappointed. Um, and whatever, like, I, I never, yeah, it was, it wasn't good sex at all. It's funny though, because, you know, later I find out, I actually found out through Instagram, um, that he was still dating his girlfriend. So I called him out on it and I, I stopped talking to him. His girlfriend ended up finding out about, um, like him cheating on her with me and she messaged me on instagram and stuff and i gave her the the honest truth and from when it sounds like he deleted a lot of his messages uh a flirtation so when she was sending them to me i was like oh no 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 these are not the messages at all so i sent her everything that i had she was super chill about it like to this day like i totally respect her for the way she came to me and asked me about what had happened oh, yeah. and it was no disrespect she came to me as a boss ass bitch that she is and she's fucking beautiful too so he really fucked up but it it made me think of like is it because you are not slanging enough that you have your own personal issues of like how much of a man you are that you feel like you need to cheat on women um and i remember just feeling like shit when i found out that like he was cheating on her with me because at that point in time like the the boy that i was dating before um around that age he had cheated on me with like 14 fucking girls you know um yeah he was like a full-on slut like i remember like girls would literally call me to be like oh i fucked your boyfriend last night and i you know it was a whole thing so i knew what it was like to be on the other end um so i felt like shit for a long time and again like this is around the time where I start to hook up with people, like non-relationship type sex. And so it made me just really feel like I was a slut. And I started like slut shaming myself a lot. And it wasn't like I was having sex with new guys every other week, you know. It was literally like three guys that I hooked up with at that point. No, right. two guys and then one when I went off to college. But it was just like, it, it definitely set the tone for how I was engaging in sexual experiences in my early 20s, that's for sure. My God. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, hold on. Now that I'm saying this story, I thought about something else. Uh, what about you? Uh, man, I can tell you the worst right off the bat. Not even... So I, I teased it at the top of a bad relationship I was in. Not a bad relationship. Nothing, nothing was bad about it. It was the person I was with, I guess. Uh, still a question to this day why he's even with her but uh, mm-hmm. I can tell you literally word for word verbatim this is how every single sexual encounter of ours went alright so think about it we we, won't, we only had sex maybe like four or five times um, so take this you know as you will so this is how every single sex uh, you know session would start I had to grab the lubricant mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to I'd have to finger her until she came, uh, which would take maybe a roughly like five to 10 minutes or so. Man, my forearm. God, I have good. It's a good thing that I was working out at the time. Cause I have forearms of steel because my God, the motion in the ocean it took to, to get this girl off. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'd have to finger her till she completed. And then that's when I was quote unquote allowed to get on top of her. <laughs> and you know do my thing until i was done but the thing is is like well if she's just gonna lay there you know 
if she's gonna lay there like a dead fish on her back you know that doesn't do anything for me uh yeah. i would like literally have to beg her to to turn around and you know let me let me you know change positions you know what i mean i'd have to literally be like like oh come on this isn't doing anything for me you know uh can you turn around and all that stuff and she would be reluctant but then you know eventually she would you know she would turn around let me do whatever i wanted but like even still like the fact that i even have to ask uh to for another position and i would literally only get two positions out of her like every single time it'd be like laying on her back or doggy style and that was about it and she only sucked my dick like once i think so that in and of itself was already like a huge a huge red flag in my book um like yeah that and just imagine that every single time it's very robotic it's very formulaic it's okay now it's time for this all right that's done now it's time for that okay that's done now we're gonna do this it's like i was going to school again you know first period Mm -hmm. second period third period but this lasted a a total of like 10 minutes probably (laughs) and i hated it like almost every single time like it was it was like oh my god what am i kind of like you were saying like what am i doing here yeah. This doesn't this doesn't make me feel good. I'm sure she's having a great time, but I'm not. So, you know, something's off here. And uh she, yeah, it was it was just very vanilla. Like the most I wouldn't even say vanilla. Like what if there's if there's a if there's a level beyond vanilla or beneath vanilla, I should say, I would I would equate it to that. It was just very bland. That that shit had no seasoning on it. That shit had no salt, no pepper. <laughs> just uh, you just boiled your pasta in water. You know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> like it's shit. probably one of those things where, like, I mean, sorry if I offend people, but like when people boil pasta with uh, oil, and then they wonder why the pasta sauce isn't sticking. Well, yeah, because you just submitted all of your fucking noodles to oil, so everything is literally going to slip off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and then uh, I remember one time. Uh, um so just to preface this uh i am uh uh how 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 you people how people would say uh well endowed uh i'm very well endowed um i so i've been told and there was one time where we it was maybe like the second time we ever had sex uh she i still i don't i i still to this day don't believe her but i don't know she says she says it was good but uh she one time the second time we like had sex she like got up and did the whole like wobbly noodle legs thing mm-hmm. and, I, and i was just looking at her i was like bitch i didn't even do anything <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> what are you all what are you going on about <laughs> she's talking about oh you got me walking funny and i was like i was in i was inside you for like five minutes what are you talking about i didn't do anything but I, oh my god but i was like i was like hey I, I guess you know if you if you like if you enjoyed yourself more power to you because more power to you yeah you know, one of us is uh not having a good time right now <laughs> <laughs> and that someone is me <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah i i for sure have had like awful sex and yeah it's, it's not fun you know like you you want to be able to like enjoy yourself and so sometimes when um you're not you're not doing like someone's not doing that for you it just really fucking sucks but then it's just like hurry the fuck up because i'm ready to leave yeah um it was only one time that it was ever so bad that i was like not and not to say that like there was anything i just i wasn't into it you know no matter how hard i tried i just wasn't into it so midway i was like yeah can we stop and he was like oh like am i hurting you and i was just like no i just need to leave 
Oh my god. Ooh, I can't I... imagine that dude's morale after hearing that. Just like, just being utterly shattered, you know, like an anime. But their glass shattered. Yeah, but also, like, it made me think about, you know, again, like, the porn versus reality, right? Of, like, why did you expect to just, like, kiss me on my fucking neck and that was all I needed, you right. know? Like, what's wrong with you? I don't know where you think that, like, that is enough, but I can guarantee you it is not. Um, And so that was a really, like, unfulfilling experience. But, you know, here we are, so... Yeah. When uh when was this guy? Was this during college also? Uh this was like right before the pandemic. Oh, okay, okay. During like my single hiatus um endeavorships. <laughs> now like with your nothing. with your current situation ship with your boy toy, uh do you guys like I mean, you guys have been, you know, seeing each other for, for a good while now, I think it seems like now. Yeah, since, like, my birthday. Yeah, okay, so it's been, it's it's definitely been uh, well over a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you say his sex is with him? I imagine it's it's pretty good since you guys are still seeing each other. Uh, a solid 20 out of 10. <laughs> nice, nice. It was funny because uh, we went on a date. I think in like November, December ish. I don't know. We went like on a on our like quote unquote first date outside of like our first actual date of meeting each other. So I met him on Hinge, and um, I remember I made this joke, and then uh, he was like, "You know, you got some like good quality vagina down there, or whatever, right?" And you know, where he's just so awkward sometimes, but I love it, and. Um, I was like, yeah, like, you know, you slang some some real good D. And then I was like, for sure. He was like, yeah, you're like top three. I was like, wait, really? And I felt so like, I was like, damn, I, I'm like good, you know? And then it's funny because I thought about it. I was like, yeah, five. He's like, what? And I was like, I like, there's no intimacy really. So like, you know, I, I at the time I wasn't really like getting off because we were literally just hooking up. Like there was there was no relationship aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think after that, he like, he, he took that, you know, he took notes and, uh, he applied them very well. So it became a thing where like every time after that, it just got better and better. Um, until this day, it still gets better and better. Um, and I think it's because now we're like more of like, I'm not talking to anybody else. I don't know if he's talking to anybody else, but he tells me he's not. Um, but we're not like boyfriend and girlfriend either. Um, but like, you know, I just I remember thinking to myself one time, I was like, actually, like, I really enjoy it. Um, you know, and obviously, like, I would like us to be in a relationship. And I hope that's kind of where, like where we're heading, um, because then that just opens up new spaces for vulnerability for the both of us. Right. Um, but I think something that I really take to heart when it comes to him is how safe he is he is so safe like he practices safe sex he engages in safe sex he prioritizes safe sex um so i think that for me just says a lot to his character and uh fellas if you're listening you hear that take notes 
Yes, take, take notes and apply them. Uh-huh. When she tells you that we could be more intimate or you could do this better, you could do that better, don't just be like, don't grandstand on your like, oh, well, I've been doing it this way for so long and all the girls I know, no, 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> apply, <laughs> apply the lessons, apply the notes that they are trying to bestow upon you and and lo and behold, you will be rewarded for it. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's really important to like take notes um, to just be able to like take feedback. And I don't hate the word feedback. I feel like it has like a negative connotation to it. But I think when someone is telling you how they like things or how they want things, a lot of people get offended by it. And I, you know, I would strongly encourage people to not get offended. They're literally trying to tell you how they want to experience pleasure with you. And I think for like my own personal opinion is that's hot to me. Like, yeah, tell me what I can do better so I can make sure you're having a great time. Cause I, think, I want you to have a great time. I think it speaks volumes more that the, she is telling you <laughs> of how she wants to be pleased by you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause if she didn't want to be with you, she wouldn't be telling you this information, offering it up to you like that. Exactly. Um, and you know, I for sure have told guys what they can be doing better, but they get like offended by it. And then I'm just like, all right, never mind. Like, I just get so annoyed because again, like the, the toxic masculinity of it all. I'm just like, dude, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. Those are just boys with fragile egos is what it sounds like. Yeah. And it's re- quite annoying. And yeah, and it sucks that like from at least from a guy's perspective uh and not me personally but you know viewing how other other guys you know treat certain women and whatnot is that you know they go through their whole lives you know getting the you know for lack of a better phrase you know fuck what fuck whoever they want you know mm-hmm. fuck whoever they want you know fuck whatever moves all that kind of stuff for one reason or another maybe they have good looks or you know they're the star of the basketball team or the football team or whatever or you know maybe they just dress well when they go out you know they they can you know they have that idea in their head that they can pull whoever they want you know they have a new girl each weekend all this all this other bullshit right yeah and then you finally get to one you get to meet a, a, a lady and it's like no, bitch, that ain't going to work over here. And then that's, of course, yeah, that's when you run into the, the guys who get hurt, like, you know, ooh, 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 what do you mean? You know, and then they get all mad and pissy and shit. Yeah. It's quite unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I I know I know it's easier said than done, but I feel like a lot more women should check guys' egos in that department, you know. But obviously, you know, putting yourself in that situation can be a little dangerous. So I understand why a lot of a lot of men, you know, get away with a lot of shit like that, thinking that their that their dick is good when in fact it's quite not. Trash, 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 trash. Yeah, it it is definitely unfortunate because, like you said, you know, being able to talk about what you like or what you don't like or whatever can definitely put you at risk and. You kind of have to think about it, like, what's worth that risk? Um, And sometimes it's just not worth it. But then it sucks because I think it also can lead to people feeling like, and, you know, as a trigger warning, just to kind of caution people as 
I'm about to bring up something sensitive. Um, you know, people then have really uncomfortable or like just bad sex. And then they, they translate that to like being raped. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's obviously degrees to like rape, right? Like there's like what we see in like the movies and in TV shows, like law and order SVU, like the brute, the brutality of it. Right. The violence that goes with like being raped. And then there's like the more like, um, I think the more common to be quite honest, which is like, you didn't provide consent to a friend or you didn't provide consent to your partner. Or there was this like assumption that was made that it was okay to have sex when in fact there was not any consent involved. And the reason why I think that one's more common is because a lot of people dismiss that and because they feel like it wasn't violent or it wasn't aggressive or they didn't get hurt or whatever, that it's not the same. And you know, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not working in the law. So I don't really know how they classify the various degrees to not providing consent to sex. But I think for a lot of people, and then I know personally people who have said this, where they had really bad consensual sex, and then they said that they were raped. And having to talk to them about like, why do you feel that way? What happened? Did you say no? Did you say yes? Did you, you know, withdraw your... Like, you have to ask the questions, right? And then, you know, they just say like, oh, you know, actually, I did consent to it. And it was just terrible. Like, like he just wasn't doing enough or he wasn't doing this or I was too scared to speak up. And I'm like, it sucks because I'm like, it just sounds like you had really bad... And as someone who has been sexually assaulted by being drugged, Um, you know, for me, I take it personal when people assume bad sex equals rape, because I'm like, that they're very different. People can have bad sex. And yeah, it sucks. And it's really shitty. Um, but I think it's really important to like, raise that awareness about it and like talk about the really bad sexual experiences as awkward or uncomfortable as they might be. Because there are people who are having sex unconsensually, and it might not look like the movies and what media portrays rape to be. Um, But the more that we, you know, quote unquote, like, cry wolf, the more we're actually hurting people who need people to listen to them, that there's literally a wolf in their backyard type shit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know, uh, as we come up on our time here, I I know we talked a lot about, you know... um, good and bad sexual experiences and whatnot. Um, But like you said, I think the most important thing we should take away from this uh, conversation as a whole is that yes, consent is absolutely like the number one most important thing and everything we've talked about so far, Uh, Mm -hmm. everything, you know, that we've said with our partners or everything that we've done with our partners has been with consent from ourselves and them and any other parties involved um yeah consent is absolutely the number one most important thing you should be getting from your partners before during and even after sex right um i know i know i talked about it earlier of i don't explicitly ask you know what my partner's like and everything but there are absolutely times where i will i will ask you know like hey do you do you like your neck to be kissed do you Mm -hmm. do you like your nipples to be touched uh like i know one girl specifically uh when i was about to go down on her she for like before before i even got her pants down she just straight up was like i i don't like that and i was like 
I was like, I was kind of cool. perplexed at first. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, it never really did anything to me or for me. And I wasn't going to be like the, uh, well, you haven't met me yet. And, you know, I wasn't going to yeah. be, I wasn't going to be that guy. I was just like, all right, hey, cool. So, you know, I, I just didn't do that, <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, so yeah, I think consent. And if you're with a, a partner that actually, uh, you know, listens to your, to your wants and your wishes, then yeah, of course you're going to have a much better time. You know, everything that we talked about, uh, that's the biggest piece of advice I can give is, yeah, get get consent, you know, yeah. whether it's before, it's during, before you make any, if you if you feel nervous that, you know, you might be doing something wrong, sure, you know, go ahead, ask, you know, there's nothing, I think, I think men and women would rather you ask, um, you know, rather than being like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know if I should be doing this. And then, you know, you're just a nervous wreck the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um. And for anyone that could potentially be interested, I actually used to do like a training on like sex education. Um, and I would I would actually do trainings for like, well, not trainings, I guess like quote unquote courses, but it would be like a one time thing for like, uh, like, at, like middle school to high school ages. Um, but specifically talking about if you're in situations where you feel like you can't say no, how to get out of those situations in clever ways. So just being able to be like, wait, I think I'm about to throw up, you know, and being able to like rush to the bathroom if you're like not wanting to engage in the sex act anymore. Um, saying like, like kind of like faking like pain, like a piercing pain, you know, like that, like you're like very reactive, regurgitating, like, ah, oh, like, like what's happening? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. being able to react because then you put people in shock that way. Um, but I, I took a, and when I was in state school, I took classes on like just you know how to pretty much get out of sexual situations without having to be like assaulted you know like physically assaulted by it it's when you feel like you're in danger and you're like too afraid to say no so I would love to talk more about that um maybe we can do like a safe sex practices episode mm -hmm. um but you know I it's very valid to not feel comfortable or safe enough to tell somebody no and there are definitely w clever ways you can go about leaving situations like that and for people that are out there struggling with that or have had experiences with that you know i hope you're not punishing yourself or like getting down on yourself about that because i for sure have done it i'm sure multiple people in our friend group have had situations like that of like you didn't really want to do something but you didn't say no because you were too scared to or like you just didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings um and i think that's a part of sex that not is not talked about enough and on the other side like deandre said consent is hot like consent is hot safe sex is hot when someone is careful with you like you just are able to open up such a different side of your own sexuality and like your sexual escapades because you know you're being safe and that other person is concerned and like is considering for your safety you know what i mean so get consent um and also like have fun you know like if there are people that you feel like you really just want to explore the different parts of you like hell yeah like explore get kinky try something new the best thing is like consent communication in my opinion um but I think when it comes to sex, like, 
there's nothing better than being with someone you feel comfortable and vulnerable enough with to to have that type of communication with for sure and <clears throat> excuse me and with that ladies and gentlemen we have just uh had a very safe sex talk <laughs> at the end <laughs> at the end of an unintentionally yeah <laughs> hell yeah uh i think this 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 uh redo was a lot more uh safer and a lot less uh a lot less raunchy than the previous episode we did which i still have the recording of so don't worry uh just because the episode isn't out yet doesn't mean it won't be at some point or another we'll we're still trying to figure out uh how we can get this episode or not this episode particularly but the the original uh sex talk episode out to people so uh you know maybe stick around stay tuned for more info on that whenever we can figure out how to safely go about doing that but hey as for as for a redo goes uh i'd say this ain't half bad Mm -hmm. this is definitely um uh, a fun episode to do and again like deandre said we do have the episode still recorded still ready to go um maybe we'll release it at a later date or i don't know maybe when we do some like patreon shit we'll we'll you know give our special listeners uh, a bang for their buck <laughs> um but that episode is definitely um a lot more raunchier so deandre thank you for respecting you know my my consent and the lack thereof of releasing information I just didn't want publicly out there quite yet. Um, so I appreciate that from you. And to our listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us for the half hour. I know some of us are on our way to work. Shout out to Tut the Bear because I know that's when you listen. Um, please drive safely for all of our folks who are driving and listening. For our other folks who are either working out and listening, trying to get through their work day. I hope y'all have a great day at work. You have a great workout. Pump some iron. People who just listen for fun, thank you for also being here. Uh, you got to know quite a spicy side to DeAndre and I. Um, and there's an even spicier of, side. <laughs> yes, and there's an even spicier side. Um, and, you know, I'm going to switch things up a little bit because for this episode, at least, we definitely got a lot more hard-boiled. Mm-hmm.